0: Yo what's good people, it's Jay Cactus and we're back again with episode 6 of Cactus Combos. In today's episode I've got a very special guest with me, he's a sick producer and a YouTuber and he's got a real good balance between vlog style videos and tutorials and he also focuses a lot on teaching people how to sell their beats online which I know a lot of producers ask about. So I'm excited for this episode, I know we're going to get into a lot of gems it's my guy LLB, how are you doing bro? I'm all good. I'm all good. Thanks for having me on, man. Thank you. No problem, man. This is the the third time that we're trying the podcast. We're getting a lot of connection <laughs> issues, so hopefully it's the third time lucky. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> but how's your weekend hopefully, been? Hopefully. I know you said it's Thanksgiving
0: over there. You just had a chill. Yeah, one. yeah.
1: It's not been too bad. It's been uh, fairly chill, to be fair. So I'm just trying to get back into being productive. You know, it's been a, literally done nothing this weekend. So really, I'm just trying to get back into it. Yeah. Is that not a
0: usual thing for you? Are You usually just working seven days a week, or do you not do you not have any days well, off?
1: I don't know. It's weird. Some days are like more chilled than others, but I don't know about you, but I always feel like I should be doing something. I feel like, you know, I feel like I'm missing out or like I'm yeah. falling behind if I don't, if I like, you know, if I don't do something or to stuff or, you know, you know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I struggle with that so much. I, I'm exactly the yeah. same. Like, because I live with my girl at the moment, obviously she wants to spend time with me, but I find it hard to relax and do nothing. Like if we're just sitting down watching Netflix just even just relaxing just doing like nothing business related I do feel guilty I feel like I should be checking my emails checking my dms doing at least something or making yeah. a beat yeah I find it really hard to to switch off from everything but I think that's yeah, down to tough. running your own business in a way when you've got a job where you don't care about it too much maybe it's a nine-to-five that you just want to go to and get that paycheck at the end of the month and then you know, just come home after work, you can kind of switch off from things, but when it's all for yourself, it's like anything that you do is going to have an impact on your own business, right? So I guess that's got something to do yeah. with it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It it, it, it can be tough because it can take away, it can take away time from everything. So you, yeah, it's really about like, yeah. just making like a conscious effort to just switch off. Like for me now, um, I try to switch off at like five and then do some like I don't know, go do, go do a workout or something and then literally try and relax, have dinner and then maybe do stuff before I go to bed. Um, yeah, just having that downtime and it's so useful because it's a quick way to burn out if you keep, if you're constantly thinking about it and, um, you know, like over time, like if stuff doesn't go well, if you have a bad couple of weeks in terms of like sales or like user down or, you know, something like that, it can get, it can drain on you. So it's good. It's good to just try and not think about it for
0: a bit it's easy to beat yourself up isn't it and I think it's definitely definitely. healthy to have that downtime and just maybe not even look at your phone so maybe if you're going to the gym try not to even sometimes you'll check your messages there but just you know whatever Mm. you're doing I I was speaking to Gummy Beats about this and he said you know whenever you're doing something you should do it with intent so if you want to go for a walk to clear your mind maybe leave your phone at home and not check your messages just whatever you're doing do it with some intent with some purpose if you know
1: what I mean yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And it's tough. Like you can have a couple, you know, like slumps, you can have a couple of bad weeks where you just, you, you're not, you're looking at stuff and you check yourself, but you're not actually doing anything productive. Like I had that, like the start of October, like a couple of weeks, yeah. I was just finding it really hard to get the camera out. And, you know, you just, you just lose the routine, I guess of, of just getting stuff out and being productive. But yeah, you just gotta just gotta power through.
0: Yeah, that's it. I guess you lose some creativity easy, and when you take that time to recharge, you come back with a fresh mind, and then you find yourself being even more productive. So, hundred percent, it's worth it.
1: Yeah, I think I think those those like slumps are kind of like they kind of have to come because then it forces you to make a change, and then normally it's like it's a good change. Like normally you're making improvements. So, exactly. yeah, th- those like hard those like difficult sections are normally they're normally actually quite good. If you kind of like make a conscious thought that. You know, I'm in a slump, but now I know that I need to do something to get through it. So yeah, yeah, it does help.
0: Yeah, 100%. But man, I feel like in in Mm. this episode, we're definitely going to get to some gems. I want to speak to you about, you know, selling beats to rappers, how you got your placement. Um, We'll go into some YouTube gems as well. But I think it makes sense if we start way back from the beginning. So take me back to a a young LLB and tell me how you even got into music and how you got into um, YouTube as well, really, how it all started.
1: Yeah, so it happened God it's been so long now. Um I was I was making beats like on and off like really crap beats for a <laughs> long time. I had the FL Studio eleven, like the demo. Yeah. I didn't know you could even use um I didn't even know you could use VSTs. I didn't even know that was like a part of the programme. I just used the you know the stock sounds that come through yeah, on yeah. the left, you know, <laughs> on the in the search bar. So I was just going through all of that and I was making really trash beats. I was doing that since I was doing that about Twelve years ago, right, on and off, and then got to uni, and then I was I wasn't doing anything music related. I was doing a sport and exercise science. Okay, so towards towards the back end of my first year, um, I just started using it again. Just you know, as in my downtime, just started messing around with it. Second year, I used it a bit more. Third year, then I, re- I was like using it all the time. I just really got into it. Beats were still trash, but <laughs> you know, kind of get used. Of you, know, you just kind of get excited about it. Um, and then in between after my fourth year, after my fourth year, um, I went on holiday with my girlfriend to meet her parents, which is Cyprus, which one, this is where I'm at now. Right. And I was just making beats, you know, just doing the same stuff. And then they're both musicians. Her so parents are both musicians. Okay. And they said, you should sell these or you should like, you know, you can make some money doing this online. I was like, I literally had no idea about it because yeah. I, I just wasn't really into that, that whole side of things. So yeah, I looked into it. And then I was like, okay, I'll try and send some beats out. Found some emails on them, you know, LinkUp TV, GRM. Just you know, yeah, yeah. Went through all the artists on there. Yeah, scraped a few emails, sent sent some beats out. Um, I think Young, Spr- do you remember do you know who Young Spray is. I think he's changed his name now. I think it was I Young Spray, but I think, he's- yeah, he um, he used the beat, but he never like said anything. He just used the beat and right. like that was it. No <laughs> payment, nothing, which was a bit of crap. <laughs> but um, yeah, that, that that all happened fairly early. Um, didn't really sell many beats to begin with. And then in, when we moved, when we came back off holiday, I saw this ad for, um, jump cut, jump cut Academy. It was like a YouTube crash course on like how to be a YouTuber. Okay. It was like a thousand dollars for this course. I was like, they they advertised it so well. So I was like, I I literally just thought I have to do this. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. It was like, imagine your life. You know, living living on your own terms yeah. and I fell for it. <laughs> so yeah, I ended up buying it, went to the course. It was okay. Cause uh, I suppose it was useful cause it got me into like, it got me into, you know, it got me started on YouTube. Right. Was it just um, a an online course I, or somewhere? where Yeah. You yeah. Just one? a video course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean it was, it was good, but all the, all the YouTubers that they got for it were old YouTubers. So they started back when like you could just upload consistently and, and, and grow yeah. fairly quickly with it. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I wasn't really, I didn't really think it was worth the money. So we got a refund, but I just carried on with YouTube. Um, and yeah, just kind of winged it really, just made ran, like tutorials that I thought people would want to watch. Um, and then eventually sort of like stared into like just making videos that I wanted to make. And then the B selling videos got a lot of attention. So I was like, you know, I'll keep making these people seem to find them useful. So I'll just keep making them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, here we are, you know, it, it was just, it was more of just like a, a slow sort of gradual process. You know, there wasn't really any big landmines where stuff just blew up. So it's been a real like, you know, com- like constant. You Consistency know, constant over so time. Far. Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: So you said, so, you said that your your girlfriend's parents introduced you into the beat selling world almost, or they said that there's, you know, there's potential for you to make a living off it. Um, what suggestions yeah. did they have? Did they, did they know about? Like um Beat Stars or anything back then. I don't even know if Beat Stars <laughs> was around then. It was um SoundClick it, before, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was SoundClick. I used uh I think it was early, BeatStars Stars was early when I found it. They they were they were the they're um uh orchestral musicians. So they right. they didn't really know anything about it. Oh okay. They just said that 'cause they, you know, 'cause they were freelancers, they you know, they were professionals, so they knew that you can make money from music. They said I just I should just look into it, you know, and, and see what I can Fine, so yeah i found beat stars I've used beat stars ever since yeah um and yeah just kind of i don't know just you know just kind of try to upload consistently and you know just try different marketing stuff really to to get it going
0: yeah of course so so then being orchestral musicians do you ever get them to play anything on your beats i know i'd want to take full advantage uh, of you know of that.
1: what <laughs> <laughs> i was tempted because um her dad plays the french horn right and like recently I started making, you know, like wheezy type beats with the, yeah. like the brass, like the loud brass. I was almost tempted to see if he wanted to do something like that. Um, Cause he re- he's recently started to record like his own stuff using FL studio, like on my old laptop, really? I've given my old laptop <laughs> so he can, so he can record stuff and like, you know, record several layers and build stuff himself. So yeah, I- I'm tempted to maybe do something like that. Even um, just
0: like a just, grind beat or drill beats, in fact, because so I make a lot of drill beats with mm-hmm. orchestral sounds, so that w- that would be perfect for drill. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. That could definitely work. Definitely <laughs> work. So it
0: could it could happen? It could happen. <laughs> yeah. So, what's life yeah. like in Cyprus, and what made
1: you move there? Um, it's good. I mean, obviously with the lockdown, it's been a bit. Yeah.
2: It's been a bit
1: of a quiet year, but um. So as I said earlier, we went. You know, we went on holiday to. I went out, came out to meet them. They're both English. They're both um, from the UK, but they moved over there. You know, right. one of one a teacher, and then the other one works with um, Duke of Edinburgh. Okay. But, um We came out on holiday, and then after we got back, we we moved to Leeds. I just, I just picked up some full time work um, and was trying to do this. You know, start all this stuff off. Yeah,
0: Leeds and isn't then, too far where I'm from originally. I'm guessing you'll know. How oh, this where field. are you from?
1: Huddersfield, yeah, that's like down the road from where my girlfriend lives. No way. Yeah, I was yeah, uh, yeah. well, I was yeah. raised
0: there. I was born in, in Toronto, Canada. Then moved to Huddersfield when I was about four, and then moved to to Manchester oh, wow. about ten years ago. So that's why I don't have so a your strong Yorkshire Canadian. accent. It's, it's it's a strange blood. So my dad's actually Scottish, and my mum right. was born in Manchester. And when they were younger, they moved over to Canada for separate reasons, and then met in Canada. And had me, and then moved to Huddersfield out oh of all God. places. I think my mum's, my mum's parents were in Huddersfield at the time. I think my granddad was a lecturer at the Huddersfield Uni or something. So that's how I ended up in Huddersfield. Right.
2: <laughs> okay. Nice. Nice. Bit <laughs> so of
0: a random one. So what what were you doing yeah, in Leeds? How, was how that was... just? Go on, sorry. Sorry, I was just going to say. So what were you um doing in Leeds? Were you working full time there?
1: Yeah, just in a in a call center. Not call center. It was like a it's it's a fuel card company so basically you just call people ask them. um it's like a credit card and they get discounted fuel it was right it was a bit of a scam to be honest i like i, th- <laughs> I think it was a bit of a scam it, it was like you get cheap fuel and you pay 50p a month for this card yeah you get cheap fuel for like a month and then they just hike the price up so i hated it there. it wasn't it wasn't the best um you've got to do what yeah, you got there to do like like at the time i guess don't you <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was just you know, I was like, I'll do this for a bit and um I already knew that I was wanting to do all the beat stuff, so I was like, I'll do this in the meantime and then hopefully that'll take over you know, the money will take over from the music stuff. Yeah. Didn't didn't happen in the <laughs> beginning. Uh but yeah, so I was doing that for like nine months and then my girlfriend's parents were like, If you want if like if you wanna do do it like as you know, full time why don't you just move over here? Why don't you two just move over here? And then you can stay with us as long as you want. And then mm. when it starts to pick up, then you can move out. I was like, "So we have to do it. You know? <laughs> we have to do it." Yeah, it was a, it was an easy decision, I think. For it was a, it was a fairly easy decision, but it was like a lot to a lot to give away. Get to sort of move all our stuff overseas, and it was yeah, it, it was a big move. But um, yeah, and you're moving away yeah, from we your friends and
0: family we as well, it. so that could be tricky i
1: imagine yeah yeah the, at the beginning it was quite tricky yeah but um, i think after the first couple after the first year and a half we kind of got used to it you know sort of sunk into a routine but um, yeah yeah so we we just moved over we stayed there for two years and um yeah just recently moved into uh into our own place oh right so you're not our parents anymore you just moved out no no yeah yeah. we moved out uh in the summer oh you know, nice on our own place and in, know, in
0: some yeah. of the videos that you post i they just look real interesting because one minute you're um you know maybe you're playing basketball or something the next minute you're walking about 20 dogs. <laughs> What's the story behind the dogs? I didn't really um work it out
1: there. Oh yeah, so yeah, so um so my girlfriend works in in dog rescue. Okay. And um they rehome a lot of dogs from Cyprus and and a few other countries as well. Nice. Um so she's like in contact with loads of different pounds and shelters and stuff like that. And um her parents, they're, you know, they're big into animals as well. Yeah. So basically anytime, anytime Eve, in the beginning, anytime Eve saw a dog, like a homeless dog that she thought would be not like good for them, she'd show them it. And they were too easy to just say, yeah, we'll just take it. <laughs> so they ended up having like, you know, five dogs and six and seven. Eventually they ended up being 12 um, in the house. So so they're all, you know, they're all like stray dogs. And they... they so there's, of, there's 12 dogs know, in the house. Like that must be Yeah it's it's a... It's, it's not too bad because they've got a bit of land, so they just kind of right. mull about in the garden and then, you know, they just get they just get hyper when it's time for dinner. Yeah, but, it um, won't be like England yeah.
0: where it's terraced houses and you've got 12 packed into one tiny garden yeah. at the back. <laughs> Nothing like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, it, it it's weird. It doesn't seem like there's 12, but it's really not. It's not as bad as like, well, yeah. I wouldn't say it's bad, but it's not as like hectic as you'd, you'd have thought. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a nice thing that they're doing though. I mean, I I love dogs personally. Yeah. I've only got one. I think that's enough for me right mm. now. But yeah, it's a <laughs> yeah. good to
1: <what> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, they're, they're really good, to be fair. They're really good with yeah. that stuff.
0: So mm. you you started YouTube. Um, Was that
1: around about three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was like, it was the winter before we moved here. And we've been here for just over two years now. So yeah, it was 2000, yeah, 2016. Back in the 2016. Oh, so okay. yeah, just just over three years now. Right,
0: yeah. Because yeah. I, always, I always go back to people's first videos. I don't know why. I just like to see where people oh, started and see where it's why? evolved. So I, did, I did watch why your Why would first you do video.
1: that? <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I need to get that off.
0: <laughs> it's, it's good to see so how people start though and see like maybe what limited mm. equipment they had and maybe like how they've evolved over time. So I think that's why I like to see it. So I know yeah, I think the yeah, first definitely. one that I watched, it was it was still quite like vloggy style. Like you talk to the camera and then like cook up sessions, but it's obviously changed over time. So were you just trying different things? Did you think that you had to act a certain way in videos? Like what was the process there? Yeah. What were you going for?
1: Yeah. So so if you watched the very first, maybe two videos, two, three videos, yeah, that was when I was trying all the stuff that the, that online course <laughs> was telling me to do. So right. the, the way that they were teaching like the whole, had to be on camera. Stuff was like basically be like a vlogger, like you know, like Logan Paul, yeah. just shout at the camera. <laughs> but, I was, but I was like, I'm making tutorials and I'm making beats, so didn't really click. But I was like, I'll just they they clearly know what they're doing, so I'll just try it. Yeah. So I was like doing all of that. What's going on, people? <laughs> you know, all that, all that shit. <laughs> and then, um, uh, eventually just kind of sunk into like a. I was what you know, I was watching a lot of uh, Kyle beat stuff, you know. Right. And he was really chilled on camera. I was like, you know what, this is—I'm gonna—I can't keep up shouting on camera, so I'm just gonna, <laughs> you know, just just be normal. You know, just try and be as normal as possible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And just took took like a couple of years, you know, and then I, you know, you, you get comfortable just talking to the camera, and you figure out, um, how to keep people interested. I suppose in like what you're saying.
0: Of course, yeah, because I can imagine how yeah. them like shouty videos work for some people, like you know, being upfront and in people's face. Well, if if it's not yeah. who you are as a person naturally, then people people will recognize that, and they'll mm. you know they can't really relate to it as well. Whereas if you're just being yourself, you can be more open with people, and I think people appreciate that more. At least what, what yeah, I've seen. Yeah, and I anyway. think if
1: you're building an audience, yeah, if you're building an audience as well, it's like you know what do you want them to see? Do yeah. you want them to see you just being like a, a complete not you know? Because cause if I was to come on the podcast and we were speaking like this, and then um then you see me my videos I'm completely (laughs) different it's like it's complete fake sort of you know fake persona because yeah and I feel like I yeah I feel like I would just burn out if I was trying to keep up that that like loud and shouty stuff
0: I guess it's exhausting to not be yourself in a way isn't it
1: oh definitely yeah that's and that's the thing as well like struggling with if you wanted to do YouTube you have to kind of you really have it's difficult because people you think you should do a certain thing to do well with it like a lot of producers ask me like how to do certain things, but um, eventually you just you just have to just do what you'd normally do and to just be how you would normally be because that's how you're just going to do it consistently. I think. Did Otherwise you struggle at gonna... first
0: talking to the camera? Because I know like personally, I, I hated doing my first few videos. I just found it so hard. I'm I'm not a naturally outspoken person. I don't like the camera in my face or anything like that. Were you the same, or yeah. were you just natural at, at speaking in front of um, cameras?
1: I was excited. I was excited to do them. Like I, I enjoyed making the videos. Yeah. Um, I don't think I was too nervous. I was just really crap at talking <laughs> on camera. Like it, it. Even now, it takes me a while to edit, edit all the ums and like I stutter a lot on camera and like trip over my words. So, yeah, back when I first started, that was really bad. It was, it'd take me like hours to just get through like what I'm trying to say on the camera to make it yeah. make sense, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't think I was. I didn't hate it. I was I was kind of excited to start, and you know saw the potential in it. So I was like, you know, let's just let's just go all in with it and and see what happens.
0: Yeah, definitely. I can relate to that when you said that. You know, when you're recording, you might stutter your words and have to edit them bits out. I do exactly the same. Sometimes (sighs) when recording, I'll just say like completely the wrong word. I'm like, what have I just said? (laughs) I have to. When I go back and listen to it after, I'm thinking, man, I'm. I can't even speak yeah.
1: sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The worst, the worst thing is when you, when you don't realize you've said something wrong yeah. and you're recording, you're editing it and you're like, Oh fuck, yeah, it's completely yeah. wrong. Like it's like oh, too it's late. Then. So sometimes times.
0: you just have to roll yeah. with it. Don't you And hope that no one picks up on it, but there's always someone, there's always that one guy in the oh, comments always that picks up on it.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's always one. There's always one person like, bro, you did this. I, I always, and for some reason I always, you know, cause you got to make the videos, you got to edit them and then, make the thumbnail and by the time you've got everything on I'm kind of like oh you know not tired but you know you just kind of mentally like yeah you're done with the video so sometimes when I've done I'll, I'll do the title in the in the thumbnail I make like a really stupid spelling mistake <laughs> so I've just stopped putting words in my in my thumbnails and like <laughs> like really w- read read every single word in the title out, out loud so I'll yeah, make sure yeah. I've got everything that you know looking right
0: so and then we see someone yeah. like um busy works beats when he uploads his videos now i don't even think he edits them i think he just talks all the way through and just uploads it straight away
1: yeah i, c- I can see why he does it because he's been doing it for like i came up watching his tutorials and he yeah, was sadly big then and like just for him still to be uploading videos and like how-to videos and stuff yeah i can i can totally see why he just doesn't bother to edit them because he speaks quite well anyway on camera yeah and he doesn't really fall over his words that much, so yeah. Um, I guess he's built up that yeah. fan base as well, where they're gonna watch
0: anything that he puts out because it's busy work. Beats is a legend in the game, so maybe his first few videos yeah. were edited, but then as time got on and his audience built up, then maybe he just kind of relax on the editing. But
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, he could do it still. Maybe he could reach out to more of a bigger audience, you know, like make decent thumbnails, like yeah, um, like Pop by Jack, you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he doesn't, he really doesn't, he does yeah, he doesn't have to, he's, he's got a big audience now, so, yeah, and he's probably making good money outside of YouTube, I'm, I'm assuming he's got like studio spaces and stuff like that. I think yeah. he's just moved oh, into deals. a new
0: studio space, I saw some of his recent videos, it looks like he's got a nice setup, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's doing well.
1: Yeah, yeah, most definitely. His most course definitely. was
0: the first one I actually bought, it wasn't a YouTube course, it was just a, a mixing course because Mm. i don't have anything against courses i think some people think that you shouldn't spend money on courses sometimes but you know because people always say oh you can find everything on youtube which is true to a certain extent but if you want to invest in yourself i feel like courses help you save a lot of time because i I wanted to learn how to mix like properly i didn't want to just do something for the sake of it like i didn't i didn't want to just add a compressor for the sake of it i wanted to know why i was adding it so i was looking for courses i trusted busy works beats because i liked his video so i thought you know what, i'll invest in myself i'll buy his course see how it is and because everything was just structured it's like right okay this is first lesson we're going to go through yeah. compressors. this is the second lesson it's eq everything's just there for mm-hmm. me i don't have to search through youtube and find the right person to describe something and find the right video so yeah. i think yes you yeah, can get right. stuff from youtube but if you want to save yourself some time and just go to someone that you trust then i think
1: courses are definitely worth it yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Cause, and, that, and that's the thing. There's so many, there's so, cause YouTube is the way, I guess the way people search for YouTube, they want one specific thing that yeah. they are looking for. If you're looking for a tutorial, but if it's mixing, then there's like so many things that can affect the mix beforehand. So there's yeah. people that like ask me like how to do, get like hard oh, drums. It's like, well, first it's the sounds, then it's how you how you level stuff whilst you're making the beat. Like some people, like, for me, I just turn stuff up as I'm doing it, yeah. you know, as I'm making the beat, so it sounds good. And then putting it into the mixer, making sure everything... And then and then, but some people level in the mixer. And it's like, there's, there's all these different steps before you get to the part where you make the drums punchy, like with the soft clipper. Right. And then it's like, it does, it won't work for half the people because they're not doing all the things prior to that <laughs> that allows me to get a certain sound or allows you to get a certain sound. Um, yeah. so yeah, courses, courses are way better because you can, the person like busy works beats or so you can, you can just, they can just do it from point, from the beginning to the end, everything, you know, it's not like, you know, cherry picking the, the part that people want to watch of and put course, into yeah. like a five minute video. So. And if yeah, you're just definitely. searching
0: through YouTube, you're just going to find the ones with like the, the most views straight away, but they might not necessarily be the most accurate ones. So you might be better mm-hmm. off just sticking yeah. with someone that you trust someone whose work that you like, rather than going from like 10 different producers, because you're going to pick up different things for, from each one, whereas like, I yeah. it's just a bit more yeah, definitely. concise in one.
1: Yeah. Well, one example of that, my, my most popular video it, it's, it's so bad. It's a really bad video. <laughs> it's, uh, I, saw, I saw a clip on your Instagram of you talking about somebody else's best-selling beat, and he was oh, like, yeah, just, yeah. I hate the beat. I hate the mix." <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's the same. So I made a video. I went back home. A year lot not the April just gone, the April before. And uh I made a video about this free auto tune software. Cause so I saw um the advert for Timberland's master class. Right. And I saw that he made he makes beats with his mouth and he hums the melody. So I was like, I'll try this, find some free auto-tune software so I can make sure everything's in key. So I was, I, the video was me making a beat and I barely even mentioned this software. I just said, Oh, I'm gonna pull up this free software it's called this <laughs> and that was basically it like i didn't do anything else on it <laughs> and uh i made the thumbnail like the best free auto tune it's like you know the red half of it's red half of it's green you know with the x in the cross yeah yeah and it's, it was a proper clickbait uh, thumbnail and that's got like three hundred three hundred sixty 360k views or something nice and all like it space so i got so much hate on that video and <laughs> Is uh that because it was clickbait
0: and it wasn't really containing what you said it would yeah, in a way. Yeah.
1: I didn't really think about it. I didn't really think like, I want to get people like to click on this. I just kind of was trying different thumbnails out. And, yeah. Um, you know, wasn't, re- didn't really think that the thumbnail was going to entice people to watch it for a certain reason. And I suppose me just putting those, that, that thumbnail really like threw people off. <laughs> and um, yeah, it was like, like people like don't like that video at all. And to be fair, like, I don't, I see why, because it, it was not, they're not getting what they came for. And it's the same if you're if you're a producer looking for tutorials, you spend wasting time looking at people who are small producers like us and they you know they make a mistake or they yeah. put like a, a misleading thumbnail and you know you're spending hours looking for one piece of information. So
0: exactly that, yeah. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. So what when was that video uploaded? How many yeah. years ago did you say?
1: Um two thousand and two thousand nineteen, early two thousand and nineteen yeah I wasn't really going I was being a bit inconsistent with YouTube I was just making videos as you know as often as I could videos weren't very good and I was just sort of like you know because the views weren't following like the yeah. amount of subscribers I had so I was like oh this is a bit crap it's not really working out so I was a bit down on motivation so I was just making you know random videos yeah. and that one just, just got to try different things
0: like, don't you and then when you find something that yeah. kind of sticks that, that works or you, you kind of mm-hmm. stick with that don't you Um, But yeah, Yeah, I was just trying to think if if it was uploaded in 2019 because the algorithm changes all the time, doesn't it? And we never know exactly what the algorithm was, but it feels like at one point, like years ago, you could just upload consistently and it seems like it was heavily um, based on keywords and titles and things like that. But now it seems to be more based on like watch time and just overall like end user enjoyment in a way. Like they just, I think. To me, YouTube just want people on YouTube for as long as possible so that people can see ads and then people will buy mm-hmm. ads and make money from it. Yeah. So if you're putting out content that is good to watch and people watch it, maybe all the way through, they might click like and comment after and show some engagement, then maybe it's telling mm-hmm. YouTube that they've liked that video and that's when they start recommending your video to other people. That's kind of what I got yeah, from I it. Th- I don't think it's ever been confirmed, but it seems like it has changed I, th- over I think that's
1: right. Even if we do. Yeah. And the thing is, even if you don't know that, like, that's the best, that's the best way to think about it because then you focus on the actual videos that you're putting out and not the title, not the, not the clickbait, not the, you yeah. know, like buying fake views. Cause that, that doesn't, like, none of that stuff works. you got, to, yeah, you've got to focus on content, first. putting a video out for us, you know, for whoever you want to watch it and then making and making it as good as possible so that they stick around and watch it. Yeah.
0: Um, do you use and, any yeah, tools just, right now yeah. for like maybe that like SEO? Do you use TubeBuddy or VidIQ, anything like that?
1: Yeah, I'm using TubeBuddy. Um, it's just it's just way more convenient. So like yeah. it tells me when it tells you when to upload. Um, for that, it tells you when to upload based off of my channel, not like everyone the general best times to upload. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I got the paid version of TubeBuddy, uh, so I use that for upload times, stream times, um um keywords you know put, finding the right title that works for you know that works for my channel because it gives you like a weighted score um, right what else do i use for? sometimes i use it for tags as well um so yeah it, it's really it really is it's really useful yeah. i think it's, it's nice one stuff. of those
0: things as well that you have to take with a, a pinch of salt i don't think that the data on those platforms is a hundred percent accurate because i don't think youtube yeah shares data with anyone so i don't think they'd be able to work it out they must have their own calculations to find out the figures that they they share on those platforms and it might be true to a certain extent but i don't think it's yeah. because it shows you especially with vidIQ it will say an average of how many people search for that term per month right and I, mm-hmm. I've, I've said this to a few people but I, I typed in my own name once just to see how many people were searching my name and it said like over 100,000 people were searching for Axis every month. And I'm like, there's no way that that's true because my channel would be <laughs> I huge. Wish. I exactly. So then because yeah. I was so heavily focused on keywords before, especially for beats and doing tight beats, I'd just spend ages on Chewbuddy trying to find the right keywords. But then when I typed in my own name and saw that, I was like, wait a minute, maybe the data's is not actually that right. So then that's when I had to yeah. step back and I was like, let me just not worry about the tags as much
1: and just focus more on the content. Yeah, definitely. And I think if you're doing like if you're marketing outside of just uploading, if you're putting like stuff on Instagram and you're commenting on other people's stuff and you're active, then eventually you'll find the people that want to watch your videos, and then it kind of snowballs from there. More people, people like I get, you know, I get I get them tagged in way more stuff on Instagram of people watching my stuff on you on YouTube, and yeah, it kind of yeah, it kind of snowballs. So then they other people see it. Who's for other producers see it? Who's following them? And then or they share it you know so it, it definitely helps it definitely helps just focusing on you know the type of content so. definitely do you think it's important for, yeah. for
0: new producers and new youtubers though to focus up maybe a little bit on keywords because i'm just thinking maybe when someone first starts a channel they might put out a good piece of content but then how do people find that content because it won't really be recommended at the start would it so do you think using yeah, I think key- good keywords is good at the start
1: for sure yeah i think i think in the beginning you've got more time your hands to do that, so yeah, def- I definitely recommend spending um, a good few hours, or, or like a day or two, just literally just <laughs> sifting through as many keywords as many variations yeah. of that keyword as possible. Find what works. You know, spend a month doing one keyword, see what works. Spend another month doing another certain keywords, especially for type beats. You know, every day the same the same keyword every time, right? Because then, if you do it for a month and you've got thirty videos to look at, then you've got so the data is going to be way more accurate. Yeah. As to whether that works, you know, and it it will, it'll take you like six, seven months of testing and then, you know, figure out which one works the best. And then, then you know what, you know, what's going to work for your channel. Um, and it's different for everyone, you know, yeah. it, it's difficult, especially if I'm making, cause I'm making tutorials, you get asked like silly questions, like, um, like, uh, I tried the, you know, I, I tried this tag for like three videos and nothing's working. <laughs> like, What's it not working? You've done it's it on three, three videos. videos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. So. I think patience is a hard thing for for new producers. I mean, it was for me as yeah, well. As soon as you start definitely. making music, you want to sell it straight away. You're thinking, why are people not listening? Why are people not watching my videos? It's, yeah. I think patience is a is a tough thing.
1: Yeah, I made a video on that. Actually, I was like, um. Keep things yeah keep things in in perspective, so I, I, one I think in during the first part of lockdown, I was kind of getting a bit demotivated as well I was like, oh youtube's still taking there forever to pick up, to like take off yeah so I was like i'm, I'm going to look at I looked at Kyle Beat's uh, thing on social blade and he had something like four hundred and fifty videos I looked at ocean ocean's uh, channel he had like three hundred videos, right. and he started around the same time as me, and then I looked at my my channel and I had like uh, like 150 videos. I was like, okay, well, I'm like, I'm like, like two hundred videos behind both of these guys. Like, I need to put in, put in more work, and then look at, and then you know, judge if it's worth doing or not. Yeah, um, when you look at it like that, so yeah, it yeah, all yeah. makes then, sense.
0: It becomes clear,
1: doesn't it? Yeah, well definitely. Yeah, and like, I'm not even. I'm still not. I think I'm at like, I don't know what I'm on. I'm still behind on how many videos they've uploaded compared to me. Um, but the growth's been there. Like the since since I looked at that stuff, I think I was on like. Nine thousand subs and views were okay, but not great. Right. But since then, and I've kept it more consistent. And like, I've got a clear goal as to like, I okay, can, I need to upload a decent amount of videos before I start thinking about like, yeah. you know, if it's working or not. Do
0: you have a new structure uh, right now for when you upload videos? Is it every other day? Is that what you said?
1: I try. Yeah, I, I try to do it every other day. Um, it's it's difficult because I'm trying to do my second channel as well, just for tight beats, just so I can share. Yeah, my, more gems on my actual channel about what's working and what isn't. So that that's kind of overlapping. Be yeah, I, I try to get the camera out every other day um, and try and do like like intense periods where I'll try and do every day. But right. yeah, that's, I'm sure you know that's the, that's a yeah. struggle. You bring yourself
0: out, don't you? And I feel like it, you're not as creative when you're trying to do something all oh. the time. Like you could you could cram yeah. a video maybe every day, but the quality wouldn't be there. Whereas if you spent a bit more time on each one. It's. I think it's going yeah. to be better in the long run because simply yeah. because the quality is Definitely. going to be there.
1: Yeah, and you don't want to. You don't want to kind of run out of ideas as well. Exactly. To, yeah. Yeah. How you do know, you think of ideas? Because
0: sometimes I do struggle with that. Sometimes I get up and I'm like, I have no idea what I'm going to do a video on today. I always look <laughs> at comments and see what people <laughs> yeah. suggest. But do you ever struggle yeah. with that?
1: Yeah. I, yeah. The same. man. like, I, I, you know, obviously you've seen that I do beat selling videos, so I was doing that basically. Since the lockdown, I was like, okay, it's lockdown. I've got all this time. I'm just going to go like 100% 100 with beats and videos, how to sell beats. And that's going to be the same theme for every video. Um, But up until like October, when it hit, like when October, when I was having like a bit of a slump, I was like, I feel like I've said everything. And I feel like if I keep making these videos, the people that watch them are going to get bored because I'm just saying the same thing over and over again. There's only Uh, so many ways to explain it as well, right? Yeah, and there's and there's only so many like strategies that uh that are translatable for everybody and that they can just do it and yeah and get going with it. So I was like, oh, I I just I just I just wrapped up the podcast with Ocean and, and I've been watching his stuff for a while and like he's just been making, like all he's done is just make beats on his channel and yeah. that's it and, and just and just cooked up basically on camera. I was like, Do you know what I'm gonna stare more into that? So what I do is just get the camera out now, I'll make a beat and then try make something different. You know, most time, most of the time, like a drill beat or right. guitar beat, and so I just make the beat, try not to think about the the, the, the actual video, just turn the camera on, film me making the beat, and then I do like the intro afterwards. Um, um, so, have you, to have you cut back that. on the on the
0: vlog style videos, is it more tutorial based, or are you still still including the like a part of like vlogging to it?
1: Yeah, I, I think um, at the minute um, I'm just. Trying to go through the motions with it, and just yeah, so I'm just doing a quick intro, make the beat, do an outro, yeah. Um, because the vlogs, because well, since lockdown, it's made it more difficult to actually do course, stuff yeah. that people want to watch, like yeah, go yeah. out and do stuff. Um, so I'm just hitting it hard with like just filming in the studio. But um, yeah, I, I like doing the vlog stuff because it's fun to make. Like I'm, I'm sure you probably know, like going out with the cameras way more fun than just sign in front of the camera talking and
0: then definitely making yeah a beat, so it's one thing that i want to yeah, start on yeah. my channel as well because i, I don't do a lot of, of vlog style videos i do my, my intro and outro but it's, it's not that creative it's just like this is what we're doing in the video and then in the outro it's like thanks <laughs> for yeah. watching the video so it, it does get yeah. a bit boring doing those intros and outros so at some point i do want to incorporate some kind of vlogging into it i feel like you've got a good balance yeah. though and I feel like it's another way to be creative as well with all the different shots that you can do and the transitions and everything. Oh, definitely, yeah. So it does yeah. It does and the more, more you do it,
1: the more like, yeah, the more you do it, the more fun you can have with it as well. Um, I think the key thing is that I got wrong and I think like a lot of people get wrong in the beginning with the vlog stuff is, is just uh, not making that the full, because cause when you're yeah. doing the vlog stuff, it's fun to make and you're like, oh, I really want to edit this really nice and, but for people watching, it's not really like as it's not why they've come to the video, especially if your title is something like, you know, you know, the main, the main part of the video is, yeah. is you talking about a specific thing on how to sell beats or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think the vlog stuff works. It is, it, it's, it's nice because then it gives people a bit of insight, but keep it short and sweet. And if you're doing lots of different things, then that can make up a lot of the video, but yeah, you just got to keep it interesting. Yeah. If you watch like, um, Kyle beat stuff, he's, his vlog stuff, he's in like loads of different spots and he's doing lots of different stuff. The coffee stuff is like stable. Yeah. But but you just got to keep it interesting um, and not kind of make the vlog stuff the predominant part of the video, I suppose. Yeah, that makes sense. I
0: I suppose the more you grow as well, the more people will be willing to watch the vlog part of the videos because they just want to watch whatever you do. I think a lot of YouTubers (laughs) do that as well. Like the, The more they grow, like once it gets like, it's not like a certain number of, subscribers or anything but I guess because people follow them along the journey the further they go the more they want to see of them so I think yeah, maybe yeah the, the further definitely. you go the more like vlog stuff you can incorporate I think that's why I was scared yeah, of doing definitely. it myself because I thought is anyone actually going to be interested in in what I do my life's not that exciting I might wake up and, and make a coffee and make some beats or something <laughs> but <laughs> do people really want yeah. to see this?
1: <laughs> yeah that that's the, that's the thing as well everyone's like my life's boring I don't do anything interesting so yeah. it's like to be fair, me neither. Like that's why I haven't really been doing it now. But it's not the it's not what it's not what you do. It's how you film it, and it, but what yeah. makes it interesting. Like people watch Kyle B make coffee for like in every video he makes coffee. Right, I <laughs> suppose like it, on like, paper, the the way, that
0: sounds boring, but the way he does it, yeah, the way he yeah, the it. way he
1: films at the angles and like you know, it all looks really nice and cinematic, and it's well edited and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yeah, it just takes takes a few reps to to figure you know to f- figure out how to film vlog stuff that's fun to watch you know
0: do you ever check Um, your like in youtube analytics now i don't know if it's a new feature but i noticed it recently where you can see you can click on a video for example and you can see where people are leaving the video so for example if if let's say you had like three minutes of vlogging at the beginning of a video you could see the graph and you could see right at this point a lot of people are leaving so then maybe in you could do that for like 10 videos and just write down the points where people are leaving and be like, right, okay, everyone's leaving at this yeah. point where I'm eating cereal. So maybe I should cut out the eating <laughs> cereal part. Do you know what I mean? So that might be a, yeah. a good thing to use. I haven't used it properly yet. I just noticed it the other day, but I uh, I need to start yeah. using that.
1: Yeah, uh, to be fair, I haven't, I haven't used it either, but I just looked at the watch time um and just went off of what people were commenting saying, like this is this, the vlog stuff's boring or like, so yeah, that's that kind of, gradually i just sort of not i put the same kind of stuff in like the same content but yeah condensed it way down like the intro stuff, where i'm walking out to the car it'd be like one second clip one second clip one second clip get right. in the car then it's done that that's the section done not like 30 seconds of me walking out of a <laughs> out of a building and into a car you know
0: have you noticed um, an increase in watch time
1: since you've um, shifted towards that
0: um yeah,
1: it's. It, I find it difficult to track because, like, sometimes I'll do a, like a fifteen-minute video, sometimes like six, then like ten. So, right. Um. But uh, yeah, that when I started doing the vlog stuff and the, the selling beat stuff, that that really kept people interested. So, yeah, yeah, I think it's worked fairly well. I don't think, like, I don't think you're gonna get people, everybody watching everything all the way through. But if you can get like fifty percent watch time, like, is that's a good, that's a good. Yeah, you know, definitely. Spot, place to aim for.
0: Yeah. It is hard to judge sometimes because you're always going to get people that want to come and just find whatever gem that's mentioned in your title. They just want to skip to that one part and they're just coming for that one reason. But then you'll get the other people that just enjoy watching the content that watch it all the way through. So I guess it's hard to kind of find out like exactly like where people are watching it. You know what I mean? And how many people are actually invested in it. So
1: it's a tough one to figure out. And that's that's the thing is I think people get get caught up in as well, isn't it? It's like people want people to do a certain thing. You can't control what people no. are going to do. So the only thing you can do is look at your analytics and then just, you know, just do your best, you know, do the best job you can with the content really. That's yeah, all you can do. definitely. How about yeah.
0: your thumbnails though? Is there a certain technique to doing your thumbnails? Is there a certain style that you go for or do you just want to make sure that um, they're consistent?
1: Yeah, so I think, so the, the best thing I'd say is just, Go by the rule of thirds. So if you if you get, open up your camera and you've got those grid lines, yeah, you can set it to thirds. And I think like the the rule of thirds is that like you put everything on those grid lines or right. the all the points of interest. So I'll take the picture for the thumbnail, make sure that I'm like in the left third or on the left third yeah. line, and then I put like this, you know, the screenshot of whatever I'm trying to get people to watch for. Mm in the on the other third line and then like the text of the bottom third line you just make sure everything lines up with the yeah with that and that tends to work that that tends to be and it it makes it it makes for like a really nice balanced thumbnail as well yeah
0: Yeah. never really thought about that yeah that's that's interesting i mean i I tried to do research and i I know i hear people say certain things like maybe showing emotion in pictures can help like if there's a some kind of expression on your face whether it's you're shocked you're sad happy just any kind of emotion (laughs) i think people are drawn to that. For some strange reason yeah. I don't really put many yeah. pictures of me in the thumbnail so a lot of the ones that I do is like if I'm making like a certain artist type beats so it will be that artist in the picture mm. and then maybe like FL studio and the and the title and everything so yeah I don't put me in my thumbnail that much
1: I don't know why I think I maybe think that some that'll some be fine though. Is, like do people no. want to
0: see me <laughs> yeah
1: no yeah I think it depends what you're making if you're making like beat beat making tutorials obviously yeah. I think that's fine like prod by jack for example and holy holy doesn't do it much yeah. he just puts the artist he puts um like a screenshot of the midi and then like the album cover yeah and i think what one thing is like just make it pop you know make like highly like loss of saturation right um and just just make it like nice and nice and vibrant because then like that's gonna the color's gonna stand out then the actual that's gonna make them stop scrolling then they actually look at the pictures like oh that's a nice
2: yeah you know Mm -hmm. nice
1: artistic picture because i always stop whenever i see prog by jack or whenever i see holy stuff pop up my the quality on my timeline i'm like you just yeah before i even notice them i'm like oh shit and then i stop and then look at it so yeah yeah that's i think i think that's probably most important if you're not putting your your face on the camera yeah on the thumbnail sorry so
0: besides like doing thumbnails tags and just good quality videos do you do anything else in terms of marketing for videos do you do I think I've seen videos on your channel where you've run ads.
1: Do you do that on a regular basis, or um, when? In, so at the start of lockdown, I was doing that. I was just running like a, a in-stream ad where people could just skip it, right? Just to kind of not really to get any return on investment, just to just get my face out there, yeah, you know, yeah. Show them what type of content I'm making. Um, I stopped doing that after a bit, uh, just because I think it was affecting the watch time, because obviously people are skipping. Right. Most people are skipping. So I was like, I'm not going to do that. Um, I just, fo- after that, after I stopped doing that, I was just focusing on like, just uploading as much as possible. Um, I'll, I I occasionally would send out an email to my list, like the producer list. I'll just send out like, the title of the video in, in the subject. Yeah. And um, did that for a bit. That was okay. I, I didn't think that, I didn't think that that would be too spammy. I just want to be like, you know, tell you know, giving them value, you know. Yeah, so, of
2: course.
1: Yeah, I, I do that for a bit, send emails out. Um what else? I think that's it. Honestly, it is it more it's more just for me, I'm just trying to get as many as much out as possible, you know. Yeah, definitely. Oh um, yeah, yeah This I don't think there's many hacks to it. It's just yeah, it's just literally <laughs> just uploading and giving people what they want to see, really. Definitely, just like quality and consistency, really, isn't it?
0: The two main things. Yeah. yeah. How about the mm. the beat channel, the type beats? Have you had that running long? Is that been the same uh, amount of time as the tutorial channel, or, or is that something new?
1: Uh, no, that's that's fairly new. I started that at the started that in like March, April yeah. this year. So uh, it's not been on for long, uh, and I haven't really been putting any time and effort into marketing it. I've just been uploading beats there consistently. Yeah, because like um, a lot of, I get a lot of clicks on my Instagram bio, so I just put them in it. Like I put like a beat channel. On there for anybody that goes through instagram
0: um why not if you're making well, beats constantly, thing, you might as well
1: have them online yeah. for people to listen to yeah exactly I'm not, i didn't really I'm not, i didn't really go into the youtube like the beat making YouTube. sorry the beat channel as yeah. like i want to be like cashman api just like i'm going to put it there for people if they want to find my beats you know make put it in an easy places for them to get to it yeah um What one thing that i'll say actually um that I did early for my this channel, which could help, you know, if you're making producer stuff. Right. Um, what I used to do, I, I spent about six months doing this, and this is what I think this is what got me to like four thousand, five thousand subs or something like that. Um, I'd go on YouTube and I'd type in, I'd search for type beat, yeah, And then I'd filter it to like the last day. And then I'd spend like half an hour just going through the whole, or not the last day, the last hour, because everyone's uploading type beats. So yeah. I was like, I'll spend I'll comment on every single every single beat within the last hour, because like it's not going to be all, all big producers; it's going to be smaller guys like you know who have just uploaded. So yeah, yeah, I'd go through that. I'd go through the whole list, um, like subscribe to them, comment like like a genuine comment, you know, like right. like this about the beat. Spend spend some time on each comment. Course, it takes, it yeah. takes a little while. Um, but yeah, I just did that like two or three times a day. You know, I probably how many videos would that be? Like 100, 200 videos a day. Um, and then that brought people over to the channel. They saw that I make producer stuff and that's what made them subscribe and like, so, mm, that's um, a gem there. That was really good. Yeah. That was really useful in the beginning. Definitely. But it's, it's, it can get boring quite quickly. So <laughs> I don't do that anymore.
0: Yeah. You, um, you can spend yeah. a lot of time doing that as well. Cause I imagine it took quite a few hours going through maybe 200 videos and actually listening to music and commenting, saying what you liked about
1: it. Yeah exactly yeah so yeah it takes a bit of time but if you're really wanting to get things you know moving a little bit quicker then i think that 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 definitely helps me in the beginning so you know, if anybody was if anybody's making producer stuff then that's something that could help
0: i think that relates to to beat stuff as well you know if people just have a beat channel and they're trying to sell beats and maybe they're trying to get the name out there and trying to network with people i feel like that's where people go wrong sometimes they don't take the time to actually listen to rappers music say for example a producer trying to sell beats and they want to go through instagram and find some rappers to sell the beats to they'll just go through rapper pages and just message everyone with a link to the beat and nothing else oh, and it's just God. like it's just the, the yeah. worst marketing method you could think of because it doesn't work yeah it's just yeah. spam at the end of the day and, and no one likes spam no one likes it yeah exactly it might get you a and producers a, don't like it either it's like yeah.
1: you're doing the exact thing you you'll you'll you hate people doing to you it's like it's not going to happen. Exactly, somewhere? yeah. So, yeah. in
0: fact, whilst we're talking about getting beats across to rappers, um, what would you recommend a new producer does? Someone's just started out. Let's say someone's got to the point where the beats are actually good because I think that's the main thing. I think your beats, mm-hmm. that's the product at the end of the day, isn't it? Like your product needs to be on point. So if someone's just getting started out, then just spend some time focusing on being a better producer not just marketing yeah. and then when your beats are at a certain yeah. point then you can start thinking about sales if that's where you want to take it so let's say there's a producer yeah. that's maybe spent a, a good like maybe a few years The beats are, are good enough to sell what would be
1: the first mm-hmm. thing they need to do um, I'd say I'd say focus on two two platforms um, you know Instagram or YouTube or you know just, just focus on two yeah. you want to spread yourself too thin in the beginning uh and honestly just i just go with the dm strategy personally and yeah. just really like push the gorilla like call it guerrilla marketing where you just <laughs> do everything manually right Um, but it works like it, it just works if you if you do it right then it works so yeah instead of finding a rapper following him and then saying hey bro i make beats check him out my beats that's not going to work mm. if you if you if you go over to their page you know follow them like leave some comments on their stuff and then send them a dm and say Bro, I just listened to. I just saw the video for this song. Like you've got, like you got some bars. You know, like the right. the beats you use are like super hard. Like you got, you know, just like an actual like decent message, yeah. not like something spammy. And just leave it at that. Like I don't even say I've got beats. I just say I just say that, and then I leave it. And then if they reply, then I then I go ahead and, and start. Yeah. I'd, I'd go ahead and start speaking about that you make beats and that you'd like to work with them. And if you're gonna do that as well. If they're interested in beats, don't be like I. You know, you can buy this beat. Just say, right? I've got some beats. You know, do you want do you want some beats? <laughs> Give them some free beats to begin with, and course, then, yeah. and then further down the line, it, it's a longer game. But that's 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 the fastest. Any giving anything anything away for free is the fastest way to get people interested in or aware of like what you're trying to do. So, hundred percent. Yeah, first six months, first six months to a year, if your beats are a decent standard yeah, just hit, hit the DMS hard, like maybe try and reach out to like 20 people a day, 10 people a day. I know Instagram can be like dodgy with blocking people. If you're yeah. They doing it can end up getting
0: bit. a shadow ban or um, something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So just be careful with that. Maybe 10 people a day now. Um, and just make sure that those 10 messages are really good, like high quality, you know, genuine messages. Yeah. Uh, and just repeat the process just just be consistent with it give away a pack of free beats it doesn't have to be like all of your best beats if you're worried about that but just give away free beats that don't have 50 tags in them um and you know just just get some people using your beats that's that's the main thing
0: yeah of course you need to yeah. get your name out there to start with so let's say someone's yeah. let's say you've done that you've, you've messaged um a lot of rappers you know you've been You've been personal about it as well. You've maybe said what you liked about their song. You've started a relationship. You've given them a beat. They've ended up using a beat. How do you then transition them into paying customers? Because I feel like some people struggle with that. Once you give someone one thing for free and you haven't spoke about selling it in the first message, then maybe they're just expecting it for free all of the other times. So at then maybe the next beat, how would you then say, right, okay, yeah, I gave you this one for free, but you're going to have to pay for this one.
1: I think, I think the, the, the the thing that people don't that it's difficult to understand and like, it's hard to accept in the beginning is that not everybody wants, not everybody's in the mindset of like, I'm I'm investing in beats because I I want to do everything properly. Yeah. So like a lot of this out of your control, like you can give away free beats, people can use your beats, whatever. And then a good percentage of them will come back and say like, you know, send me some more beats, you know, I'll pay for them or, you know, a good percentage will do that. A, a, a significant percentage as well aren't just, aren't going to buy beats. Like you can't do it. Like yeah. it's like, it's like me and you are like us looking for a, a plugin. If we like, if we already know that we don't want to pay for a certain plugin, we want to get it. Then of course, you know, you, you're you're not going to be convinced otherwise. So a lot of rappers, <laughs> you know, people are in that, a lot of people are in that mindset, especially yeah. producers. Probably, a producer probably worse. They're cracking <laughs> BSTs left, right and center and they want people to pay for their exactly, beats. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so So you're going to get people that just aren't in the mood to buy beats just yet. They're early in their career. They don't think, they don't see why they should do it. They can get beats off YouTube. So don't expect everybody to be, you know, paying customers. But the ones that do, honestly, like, if you just go through that same process of being like super genuine, send out a bunch of free, a couple of free beats. Um, and what you could do is send them to your beat store for those free beats, and say, you can just download them all. Like if you like any, just let me know and I'll send you the, the files manually. Yeah. But if, if you send them to your beat store, then they're, they're aware that you've got a beat store in it. Right. It's obvious that you sell beats, you know? So think, don't think, try not to, I wouldn't say, I'd say to you guys, try not to think about, try not to be worried about converting everybody because it's not going to happen. Yeah. The, the sooner you kind of accept that, then the way less stress Stressed that you're going to be about
0: it would you ever message um, them people just... though
1: and say something like yeah i really want to work with
0: you um i'm going to send you some beats these ones for free you know these yeah if you, if you like them cool do something with them and then in the future you know we can talk about something else would you ever word it yeah. somewhere along yeah. them lines would you make people aware that these first ones are the only free ones, or would you just be like now nah, you're just kind of hooking them up and then just seeing where it goes
1: um what, yeah. So like what I do is what I used to do is when they're, when they say they're interested in beats, I'll send them the beats. And then in the email, I'll just say like, yeah, feel free to work with these ones. Um, yeah. let me know if you want any others and I can say you'll put a deal, you know, just, just something like nothing too like, right. you know, demanding of them buying it, but just, 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 just float the, the, the message in there that, you know, obviously you're not doing everything for free. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so just something casual, just like yeah, man, yeah. Feel free to use these. Um, you let me know if you need anything else, and I can hook you up with a with a decent deal or like a bulk deal or, you know, just just something more. Just keep it casual. Just just remember that you're on a, a social media platform. You need know, to just be social, not not businessy. You know, of course, yeah. That's you really have to treat way. it like you would speak
0: yeah. to people in real life. You just have Definitely. to because people and, and I think, forget um, that it's a human at the other side, I'm... right? I, I was just gonna say, yeah. people forget that there's a human at the other side and the way that they speak to people online isn't the way that they'd speak to people in person. So if you're just trying to, yeah. tr- if you treat it like a real social event and if you imagine you've stepped into a room with a group of rappers, like how would you speak to them? You wouldn't just start going <laughs> yeah. up to them saying, listen to my music, I'm selling this. Like it just wouldn't happen. Yeah, would it?
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, yeah. And the thing is as well, like, the situation of you DM in rappers and stuff, it's basically like you're going door to door and knocking on people's doors, and then, yeah. and st- so, so, like, how, what's the best way you can approach someone that's not gonna make them slam the door in your face? So, yeah, genuine give, give away, give them, give them something that they might want and give it for free, because obviously, that you're coming to them, they're not coming to you, yeah. Um, but yeah, but honestly, yeah, well, you can do all that cast, like, stuff about dropping in selling beats, but I think, honestly, the people that, um, who know about music and they, they know that they need to be buying their beats and leasing their beats and doing all the splits and everything like you will find those people yeah they or they already know, they already know what the deal is. Most, most of the rappers, especially the ones that you'd actually want to work with, you know, the ones that are just like on SoundCloud doing it as a hobby, they're not going to buy beats from you. So yeah. Yeah. You just fo- focus on the people that you know are, you know, serious about what they do. And you, and you can tell that from looking at their Instagram really or their, their socials because they put time into their content. Yeah. You can see how professional someone is. Definitely. Yeah, and, and on that on that side of it as well, make sure that you're putting time into your stuff. because <laughs> if You're reaching out to them, and you're hope, expecting them to buy from you, and they check out your page, and you've got like no bio, no link in your Just bio, a picture of your dog, really crap. <laughs> yeah, like a blank avatar, and yeah. then like yeah, it's not even in like a proper beat channel, and they're not going to take you seriously. So of
0: course, yeah, and that's one of the yeah, other benefits great. of giving away things for free as well, because in the future it's going to give you more leverage. So if you've given away. Yeah. 100 beats for free to different rappers and 10 of them use them you five of them make a music video then when new rappers come to your page they're going to see music videos on your page they're going to see all these artists that have worked on your beats and then it gives you some yep. leverage to sell beats then whereas like you said before if there's nothing on your page you haven't got any artists to work on your beats because you're just trying to sell them to everyone mm-hmm. then what leverage do you have you know what i'm yeah,
1: saying it's the, it's the same it's the same in everything it's like All these brands, these smaller clothing brands and you know, smaller like product brands and they they pay people to take their product, look at it, you know, put it make a quick video on it if they're like an influencer. Yeah. And then they advertise those people speaking about that product, not not them just trying to push sales to everyone. So yeah, first 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 year is just pushing out pushing out your beats. Um, you know, basically just work for free for a year. Just get as many people on your beats as possible, people that are actually uploading you know, putting music out on link up tv grm yeah world star like get as many people on there using your beats as possible and then then you can use that to your advantage yeah. later on
0: and if you wanted to yeah. invest in and, yourself and that helps, yeah. i've never done it personally but maybe even paying someone to get on your beat if you if you see a rapper yeah. with a bit of success and they're not going to charge much you even pay them a bit it's a bit like <laughs> collabing with producers you know you might pay someone yeah. like aunt chamberlain for a collab but what about just paying a rapper? Just saying, I've got these beats. Yeah. I think they really fit your style. But like how much is what's it gonna take for me to get you on it on this beat? You know what I mean? See what the, yeah. so it depends what yeah. your budget is. But I don't think that would be a bad thing. People might think, ah, there's no no way I'm paying someone to get on my beat. I sell beats, but yeah. really it could be good. <laughs>
1: yeah, seriously, yeah, you've got to make those investments. Like I got uh when I used to email beats out in the beginning, I got an email, I got a reply from I think it was Young Ads, Young Ads manager replied to me really? and he was like uh, yeah, we're, we're doing features. Um, it's like we can do a feature for as cheap as like five hundred or a thousand. And I was like, I've got that kind of money, yeah. <laughs> so I just ignored the email. But um, if you do, and I, I also thought it. like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I also thought I was like, but I'm sending him beats. Why is why is he charging me for me to use right. my beats? I was like, he has the leverage. He's, course, he's like, yeah. I'm, I'm a nobody at the minute. You know, he's the guy. who's gonna get, you know put my name out there. So
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when you're sending beats to people, do you usually send mp3s in an email or do you send like the the beat stars link to the specific beats that you've got in mind
1: for them so it, yeah it depends so it, when i'm sending up beats for placements um i make it as easy as possible so i just send the mp3 untagged yeah uh send a bunch of them and i send it not as like not as like a dropbox link just send it in the email because then if they're if you're on your gmail and you're trying to get through a bunch of beats. Yeah. You're going to you're going to click on the ones that are easy to get to, not the ones where you have to open email yeah, and no zip folders. And then download. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So just make I just do that like super easy, attach the MP3s. But if I'm sending out if I'm if I send a DM to somebody and they need beats or like somebody cool. DMs me, then yeah, I send a beat stars link to specific beats that I think could work for them. Yeah. yeah. So
0: with uh, with the Instagram ones where you're sending beat stars links, I'm guessing that you'll have something set up on the back end where they put their email address and then I think I actually saw a recent video of yours where you, you kind of showed people your process for sending out emails and you had like an automatic flow of like seven emails or something. So is that what you've got on the back end right now? You'll have someone put in an email address and then they get a
1: flow of emails. Um for when I'm reaching out to people, no. I I literally for my on my beat store it's uh, I I keep it anonymous so like people can just go in and download it cuz right. um because because I'm reaching out to them and like the majority of the the traffic that was coming through was all people that I'm reaching out to. Okay. I don't want to make I don't want to be like oh, yeah you can have this free beat but give me this this and this. It's I don't know for me I, I just feel like it's it's, contradicting know, yourself it's in still a way. it's sti- yeah it's still me trying to get something out of them. So right. I just make it you know anyone can download the beats through um, my beat store. Maybe I'll put. Um, a tag download for some of them, maybe untagged for some. Right. Some of the beats, uh, and then, but 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 if I'm doing like a campaign for free beats, like I've put like a free beat pack in my link tree link on Instagram. Yeah. Then if if they're wanting the free beats because I don't push people towards that, if they just come onto my Instagram and, and need the beats, then they then I ask for the email. You know, then I ask for the email and set up a, a chain of emails afterwards. Gosh, Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah.
0: And then yeah, I know because sure. you you kind of split your business right into targeting producers and targeting rappers. So obviously the the beat selling side is for rappers and then the producing side is maybe like drum kits and tutorials. How do you balance the two? Because I think that's one thing I struggle with. I think I spend a lot more time focusing on producers, but not as much time as I should focusing on rappers. Like I I do have two channels and I, I upload consistently on both. I upload beats every other day on my beat channel and then I'm consistent with the producer channel like the tutorials and I think it's because I saw growth in the tutorial channel that I put more energy in there but then part of me thinks I I shouldn't slack on the other side so I send out a lot of like marketing emails nothing like spammy or salesy but like you know just like adding value I send a lot to the producer side but not as much to the rapper side are you like that or do you you have like a good balance of the the two and if so how do you how do you manage that time how do you split
1: it it's really difficult because people are people your brand and like what people know you for is like it's difficult if you want that to be split so i the I, same as you i struggle i struggle with it even today yeah. i um don't i because I, i'm a producer and i know my way around therefore studio and like you know you kind of know more about the beat making side of things right then the producer stuff kind of takes care of itself you know you know i kind of know what i'm saying i know what to do and i know like how to help people yeah so and and you see all the sort of thing with legion beats and like educating rappers on how to do certain things. But honestly, like I don't, I don't know enough to, to feel comfortable telling right. rappers about how they should be going about their, their business. So <laughs> for me, it's for me. I, yeah. For me, I just, um, to balance it out. Like I spend, the I spend more time on the produce on the YouTube stuff, producer stuff. Yeah. But at the same time, like, um, I'll just put money into ads on beat stars. I'll put money into, um, ads on instagram sometimes just promoting beats not like more more for brand awareness and that does bring in sales for me like the beat because because the beats are okay now like i like people like the sound of my beats so now they're now they're selling yeah if i was to do the same strategy now back when my beats were trash i'd get nothing like it really is about the quality of the beat but um yeah i focus more on the marketing side of things i'll focus like emails and helpful emails and volume I'll, i'll do that more for producers to get them in for drum kits sound kits and, yeah um, all that stuff but um for beats it, it's a stuff it's, it's a tough one because a lot of people don't want to hear it but like i don't do a whole lot in terms of marketing it's just running ads really yeah um and the people and, and doing business with people that i've already i've already worked with uh, and that takes time that takes time to build up but like you said i think and i think you're doing the right thing with this is you're doing producer stuff yeah. and beat stuff but i think. If you were to do just one, you I don't think you'd be as successful because you you need that credibility from the artist that you're working with right. for the producers mm-hmm. to listen, yeah, for the, you know, for the producers mm-hmm. to pay attention. Yeah, so you'll give. It's no good me giving people advice about how to get a placement without any placements. <laughs> um, so you know, you have to do both, and it's it's hard work, but it's a long game. Eventually, people eventually you get rappers on your beats, which eventually makes pe- producers more aware of you, and then they're more likely to listen to what you have to say on youtube and stuff like that of course
0: yes it's definitely a slow process what kind of ads do you yeah. run on on beat i've run a couple in the past but um, only just to test them out of curiosity
1: yeah i just do i just do the tracks normally I, I, i'll run like for like a month i'll just put like five dollars a couple dollars a day right. behind the profile ad where it just advertises your profile um, but the majority, I just run on specific beats and then I enable free, free downloads, okay. see who, see which beats getting the most downloaded. And then I'll just keep the ads running on that, that, those beats.
0: So you'll run an ad on a few different beats at one time and then see which one performs the best.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then just keep that one, keep that one running. And then, um, yeah, the, the best, the most successful one I've done is the, it was called the family straight. It was like a wheezy, where like, well, wheezy style beat. Um, and yeah, people were downloading that. and then. Two, three weeks later, I was getting leases for it. So that's another thing as well for people like sending out beats. Yeah. Give them time, you know, give people time to listen and make up make up make the song to it and then they'll probably come back and buy the beat as well. It's not it's not gonna happen like you're not gonna send out a beat and then they're gonna buy it immediately.
0: So. Of course, yeah. Cause people wanna download it. People wanna like write to it, see if they can actually write to it first, then they wanna record to it, yeah. see if it sounds right in the recording and then then they'll make a decision yeah. and see if it's going to be released as a single, or if it's going to go on an album, or if it's not going to be released at all. So someone could download a beat yeah. and not even buy it for a good six months. You never know.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, there's a guy I've been working with. Like the first, I think it's actually the first guy I started working with. Wait, like when I was living in Leeds. Yeah. He uh, he buys beats from me now, but he buys like like he, beats that are like two <laughs> years old because he is. He's, he's, I, I think bet you hate those beats and, now as well, don't you? Because you oh, improve over yeah. time. <laughs> yeah and they were on my old laptop and he's he sends me a message every now and then he's like oh have you got the stems for this beat i'm like oh, yeah i do but they're not <laughs> i like yeah i like, I don't have them on me right yeah. now it's gonna take me a while to get my old laptop back and so but, um yeah it's a pain <laughs> <laughs> the struggles right so talk yeah. to me
0: about the um the placement as well the shorty shorty placement congrats on that first of all
1: and yeah talk to me about oh, thanks, how man. that happened yeah, uh, it it was weird. It was like I was basically just it was basically just emailing. So I uh last this time last year actually, I was trying to, you know, push hard to get a placement. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna every day I'm just gonna pull pull like ten, ten, twenty emails, go onto World Star Hip Hop, find a bunch of rappers that use beats like mine, find their Instagram. If they've got an email, I'll take the email and put it into a list. Um so I just did that, built up a decent list, like 200, 300 people. Yeah. No, not even that many. Not even that many. It was just a smaller list than that. Um, but yeah, I had like a, a list and then I was just sending out beats. I had, a, I had a, I made a massive file, a massive folder full of beats, like, you know, right. 60 beats, 70 beats. And I was like, I've got the beats ready. I'm just going to shoot out three beats every day for the whole of um, November or December, I think it was. Um. So I just got started with that, just shooting out emails, shooting out emails. So you're doing a few emails daily? Yeah, yeah, every day. And it, it, it doesn't take long because it's like, I'm, yeah. I don't, rappers aren't looking for a, a well-written email. They're just looking for the beats. So I was just like, yeah. you know, just put beat in the subjects, shoot out a bunch of emails, um, shoot out a, a bunch of beats every day, yeah. two or three beats in every, in every email. Um, and I just did that every day. Did that for like maybe like 20 days to a month. Um, some people got back. Some people actually made songs that didn't that never got dropped. They just, you know, it was like, bro, these beats are actually pretty good, right. and they sent me songs back. Um, but it, they just never ended up dropping it. That's one and of the most Shorty annoying Shorty, Shorty, things, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's a guy. This is really talented a guy from Nigeria who did a song with me. Did a song on one of my beats last month, and he had not dropped it yet. But yeah, what can you do? Eh? <laughs> exactly. What can you do? Uh, yeah. So eventually, Shorty Shorty got back to me. He was like the third person that got back to me and um he was like i really like I, I need this beat that's all he put is i need this beat and really? then he said he's, he's gonna make a song with it i was like yeah yeah just use feel free to use it you know do whatever you want with it i didn't even know Shorty Shorty was yeah. i just found his email through <laughs> world stars like i was just like um maybe it wasn't maybe like, big like as, just, at the
0: time when you were collecting those emails yeah
1: but
0: obviously I had yeah so I, I, I,
1: yeah yeah so i got his reply and um I was like, I'll check, let me actually see who the guy is. Like I've listened to his music, but I didn't, like one of his songs, but I didn't really know who he was. Yeah. Checked out his Instagram and he was on like, I think he had like 200K at the time. I was like, but yeah, he was actually pretty decent. You know, he he was signed to Warner Warner Records. I was like, you know, Um, didn't hear from him for like a couple of months. So it was like February time when I heard back from, uh, I heard from his manager and he was like, yeah, we've made a song. This is this song, the song's gonna be released on his his EP coming up. Um can you send me like your ASCAP, your BMI, and you know, all your details? So send everything through. And then Warner Records sent me a, or one of the agents that work at Warner Records sent me the contract. It's like a electric contract, you just click to sign it. Yeah. Um I, I, honestly, I was just. Like, was this for you, right? I'm gonna make. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't care what they're paying me. Just, yeah. I'll just, just, yeah. Get the song out. Put the song out. So oh, send it, send it back to them. Wasn't bothered about making like loads of money from it. Um, I think I made. I think they paid me something like five hundred, something like that. I, but they good. send the check to my. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, um, send the, they send the check to my UK address, so I haven't even got, I haven't even yeah. got it yet. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's uh. So this, you know signed the contract. They, then they put it out, um, and yeah, that was it. Then they, I heard the song on Spotify. I was like, it's actually, I was like, I really liked the song. Yeah. And then, um, like a month later, because I was subscribed to him on YouTube, and I saw that he did a video with it. I was like, oh my god, like that's that's perfect. perfect. Uh, and people were like saying it was the favorite song. I was like, nah, they're just saying that. <laughs> and yeah, like made a video with it. I think the videos at like a million views now a million that's six. Um, that, I'm guessing
0: that's the first yeah. video of yours that's hit a million
1: yeah yeah um, and then like a couple of months later there's a US rapper called uh, Shine Grady He yeah he's a bit smaller Um, he's like he's small not too, not too big on Instagram he's got like 25k on Instagram but he dropped a song on Star and that one took off it that, that's over like just hit over a million as well oh congrats um, man
0: it's always a, a good feeling yeah. that, isn't it well I haven't got like a single video that's gone over a million but I feel like that's everyone's mm. target it's one of the targets anyway, when you start any kind of YouTube channel, it's always like, I want that video that's going to get a million views. So it must feel good yeah. to actually hit it.
1: Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it, it was bittersweet because I was like, ah, I'm not getting much on the back end for this, but mm. it's a million, you know, it's the first one. Yeah. and I think that to be fair, that that shorty, shorty placement helps a lot with the YouTube stuff and like the, you know, drum kit sales and all that kind of stuff because people are coming through. People coming through and buying like way more, way more kits, and um, even uh, do you know speaker bangers. Yeah, he produced right away. He bought so. one of the kits as well. He sent me a DM. I was like, what? I was like, what? Broadway? I was like, I saw. I got the PayPal thing. I was like, nah. That's crazy. Bangers. That's somebody else. <laughs> Checked it, and then he sent me a DM. I was like, fucking hell. And then he sent, he DM'd Relly made about it, and then he he sent me a message about it. I was like, fucking hell. That's
0: insane. Um, yeah, um, like I said, it gives like, you that yeah, credibility because now that you've yeah. worked with these artists, everything that you're saying to producers is going to be more believable. It's just going to make sense yeah. because you, you've got the facts to
1: back it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, I think what you're doing with, you know, producer stuff and beat stuff is like perfect. You know, I think they take, both of them together take longer to build. Like yeah. It's taken me like three years and I'm getting, I'm doing all right with it now. But um, yeah, there's, it takes, a lot, it takes a long time, but once you have them, then, you know i think it's i think it's way more substantial than than just doing producer tutorials or just you know running for placements i think both i think they can be too stressful yeah you know, doing one thing all, all over and over and like hoping that you know you get the lander the placement or Definitely. that video blows so
0: and it's a, yeah. just um it's, it's just good to have multiple streams of income at some point as well like if, if that channel grows as yeah. much as the tutorial channel has and i start selling like as many beats as I do compared to the kits, then if if one of them flops at one point, then at least I've got the other one to balance it out. So I think it's good yeah, to have more streams yeah. of
1: revenue. Definitely, definitely, yeah, that's 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 coming to play this year for me. Like the beat sales have been okay, um, and then the producer stuff started to pick up as well. So it's like yeah. um, you know, you make you make you're basically doubling like what doubling what you're bringing in, and then looked in. I've very recently started looking into like affiliate stuff. Yeah, find a bunch of. There's a, I think plug plugin plug boutique do an affiliate program. So I was like, Yeah, I do mine. I have through no them. idea. I do mine through yeah. them. Yeah, really good. Yeah. And you, you can if you buy plugins you through buy your it. affiliate, link, yeah. then you get you get money off. It. It's like brilliant. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so you know setting up it's just it's just looking into stuff. got the affiliate stuff set up, and that's bringing in, not lots, but it's you know supplementary, and you know it'll pay for a few ads and whatnot. So definitely. Yeah, it's just just building up these little little avenues of revenue, revenue and they all slowly grow.
0: Of course, yeah. yeah. On that affiliate stuff, because I, I was thinking, because so, some plugins are expensive, man, and I was like, I don't want to buy these plugins all the time. So I started reaching out to companies that do plugins with the ones that, that I like, and I started just reaching out to them mm-hmm. saying, you know, I've got this YouTube channel. It's grown to almost 20K subscribers, blah, blah, blah. blah. You know, I, I really like the plugins. I'm, would you be interested in, like, collaborating on a project or, you know, just something along them lines. And then, like, a few yeah. of them did get back to me and was like, yeah, I really like your channel. I like what you're doing. Um, Do you want to test these products for us? And, you know, if if you want to include them in videos, then we can offer some affiliate commission. I haven't done it like that many times because I I don't like to do like promo videos or anything like that. But if I'm going to use them anyway, then I'll say like, yeah, I don't really do product reviews or anything, but I, I will use it in a video if that's okay. And a lot of them will just be like, yeah, that's cool. So
1: yeah 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 that's a good that's definitely a good way to do like to go about doing it i think i should do that as well but yeah yeah it's yeah it's, it's a good way to to you know boost you know increase like improve on your sound you know get some good plugins with it gives good, good effects um what are some and, of your yeah, go-to so. sorry what are some of your go-to plugins um maybe for instruments contact has been big yeah that's been big for me recently like um I don't know. I just think this like any sound, any library they just sound so much better because they're yeah. all sample based. Uh I've got like a a couple of nylon guitars through contact, uh crystal through um crystal flute, Jubal flute. Right. Um looking I'm looking again there's a, a big contact library called Jade Ethnic, but it's like four hundred. It's like four hundred books. So really? I'll I'll
0: probably, send, I'll them an email. In send them an email. Yeah. <laughs> <lots of> video. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. I'm going to see if I can get a discount or maybe get it for free. Of course, yeah. Yeah, um, contacts definitely. Yeah, contact. One. Oh, definitely. Yeah, especially if you're a loop maker. Like, that's the best. That's probably the best plugin to get if you're a loop maker. It's yeah. Definitely worth the investment. Um, yeah, contact effects, RC20. I use that quite a lot. Um, just got this, this sketch cassette. Just got that. Oh, I've seen that. That's, yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's quite good, actually. It's like similar to the RC20. Just, it's, it's got really nice feel. sound, actually. Yeah. I think I should prefer that to the RC20. Is that the one that looks like um, a drawing? The whole like,
0: yeah. interface yeah, yeah. looks like a draw. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's another cassette one. I just yeah. bought one called Waves Factory Cassette. I think it is. It's another one. I think, I, oh, yeah. I see, yeah. Kenny Beach uses it a lot. It's just a similar thing. It gives you that old, like, vintage tape feel.
1: Yeah and I think you could, with that you can do like the the tape stop like a really cool tape stop effect with that I think I'm not oh, I, It might you? be the same company I'm not sure but, Maybe um, yeah they've I actually think so, got a, yeah. Um, it is the
0: same plugin they've they've got I think it's separate there's a free plugin where you get the stop and start effect but then there's a paid one yeah. which is a separate plugin just to get like the the old school feel unless you can do it within that I haven't really played with it too much you might be right though
1: Yeah yeah maybe I think yeah I'm sure there'd be some saying for it, but, um yeah that's good super vhs i got that recently i got it. i just I, I realized i was like i have the affiliate thing now yeah and um it's black friday so i'll just get get a bunch of these a bunch of these effects through right. my affiliate thing gosh yeah and obviously you get them like 50% off and then i got the email saying that obviously you can made a sale It was like got like 10 dollars off of it. i was like brilliant <laughs> just like just a win win <laughs> like, isn't it like, yeah 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 it's great um well, for effects the cla cla um it's the waves it's CLA the waves uh, compressor <laughs> CLA. yeah something like that it's like peak redu- it's like a compressor it's that's really good for melodies like just to yeah. bring everything together um what
0: kind of stuff do you have on your master chain is it just a soft clipper or do you actually do you
1: um i have crazy? the soft clipper i have the the t-rack soft clipper
0: right yeah that's, one uh, that's the, the classic clipper yeah yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's really good. That is. Yeah. It's just
1: easy. Cause then you can crank up the, the output. Yeah. Yeah. The, and the gain and everything. The thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I use that and I use, I use Maximus just to spread it out. Right. Cause it's just quicker. I just feel like it's just fast. I just, you know, put no ceiling on it and then yeah. boost, you know, widen the mid and the highs and then, um, what else do I put on it? Something else. Literally like, I remember, what,
0: oh, an EQ, just <laughs> just of the lows and the highs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pre EQ. Yeah, yeah. So that's, a bit. Standard, but it's all you need, really, isn't it? A lot of people, yeah. Think when they first get started, they they look into it too deep, and they think they need all kinds of different compressors and EQs and like five other things on the master chain. But really, just with what you said there, even sometimes, like in a lot of my beats, I literally just throw on a soft clipper, or, or a classic yeah. clipper, and
1: that that does the trick. So. it's all you need yeah as long as like you've leveled it and like you've, you've used you get used to like you. you it, it's all, it's about sound selection isn't it it's yeah. like you know you over time you figure out what instruments work well together um what's what drums work well together and then then you figure out how to level it and then by that point or oh, you just gotta slap a soft clipper on it and then make it make it hit harder and that's it i'll yeah. do really
0: i think sound selection yeah. is so huge and people just sleep on that because Sometimes I do mixes with people, I don't do it a lot because I didn't really want to get into being a full-time engineer or anything, but I will do them for some people. And sometimes people send me beats and I can do certain things to get it hitting harder, but I just think, man, if you just use this different 808, I just wouldn't have to do any of this. Because I don't like to change sounds for people because then it's me adding like a creative approach when really I'm just supposed to be mixing it for you. So I'll do my best to mix it well, but... It would just save so much time if the right sounds were selected in the first place.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you get do you get people um, do you get people or like rappers? They'll say, "Oh, can you mix the song for me as well?" I'm like, "Yeah," but then they yeah. never ask, they never send anything. I've had that so many times. They're like, "Yeah, I'll use this beat. Um, do you do mixing as well?" I say, "Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll just do it for free. You're going to buy the beat. Yeah, yeah. and then just never send yeah, it. for free. Yeah, I have had so it many times. When I uh, when I started yeah. my my beat stars. That
0: was one of the first things I included on that. I had, um, I was basically offering a free mix for every beat lease and loads of people would ask about right. it. And if they bought a beat, I just never heard from them and they just put the song out themselves. So yeah. maybe they were mixing themselves or the, I don't know what else they did, but yeah, I thought everyone yeah. would jump at it considering it was free, but I don't know. <laughs>
1: Apparently not. <laughs> Apparently not. People aren't, maybe, maybe they just make the song and they're like, um, too much hassle for them or like they just want to get the song cut out straight away i don't
0: know yeah some people don't rely don't like relying on other people as well because not that they knew me but they could have thought maybe i'm going to take a week or something to get it back to them and they just want it out quick so could have something to do with that yeah Um, but yeah let's talk about what with your youtube channel and everything where where do you see it going over the next five years do you have plans for where you want it to go what Um, direction you want to take
1: Uh, I'm not sure I I spoke to this about Ocean because he was having the same and it like the same thing. He was like, yeah uh, Because he makes just, you know, like beat making videos and he was like at one point He wants to like pivot more towards the vlog style, um, you know, just day in the life stuff uh, Because there's people there's like the big guys like KSI and people like that they they could literally upload a video and just put something like I went to Paris in the title (laughs) and it'll just bang like (laughs) like millions of views. Yeah Um, he wants to get it, yeah. So he was like saying he wants to get it to that point where it's like you can, you don't have to worry about keywords. You don't have to spend time making a really cool thumbnail and all that kind of stuff. He just wants to, he wants it to be more of like a, you know, just just more of like a, a vlog style. You know, I, I'd like to get mine to that point as well, where I don't I don't have to think about like what topic people are going to be wanting to watch, and I don't have to think about that kind of stuff. I can just, you know, get the camera out. Film my day, make a few beats on camera, right. just put it out, and and people enjoy it, you know. Yeah, so definitely. yeah, I think that's where I'd like it to get to. I think I still got a bit of, a bit of a way to go. Like, I don't know, because like oceans are like three hundred almost three hundred k. I'm only yeah. at like twenty, just under twenty. So, yeah, a bit of a way to go. Yet, yeah. you know, just find out videos that do exactly what they they say on the tin. But eventually, yeah, steer it more and. We'll get to get that, to that, that over of, time, that though. Hundred percent. I think. Do you watch Chucky's yeah. videos, Chucky Beats? Uh, occasionally not much
0: but occasionally so he's kind of transitioned into it is quite a good balance because he he did tutorials and like just beat making videos for a a long time but now he does like a lot of vlog style videos of maybe it's him like driving Hmm. to the studio and like working with an artist and just things like that rather than just like a screen share the whole time it's just a lot of like following him around it's been working for him but again he's got like man i don't even know how many subscribers like hundreds of thousands. About the same so. as Kyle Beats or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So or maybe mean, a bit less. Yeah, so I, I guess when you're at that stage, mm. like you, you, you can take that risk. Whereas, maybe if if we just like tomorrow we didn't show anyone how to make a beat, we were just like right, you just followed us around the supermarket or something. Mm. everyone would be like, what the fuck are we watching?
1: But you never know. you never know. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so you just got it. You just. I think it's just more if you do it gradually. I think it could work. Like. I think Ocean's starting to leak a few more of like him just getting ready in the morning and stuff. And then he goes in the studio. So yeah, I think gradually putting little bits and bobs in here could be, is a good way to do it. Um, but yeah, it just takes time. I think it's, it's as well. Like I like, I like the style that Chucky Beats has gone for and I like Kyle Beats, but um, yeah, if they've had to hire someone that they're getting a videographer into like their house to do all that stuff. And like, it's not feasible for me over here. I don't think like in, in Cyprus, especially
0: that's true so, yeah in fact chucky is doing that he has got a, a camera guy that's following him around and i'm I'm guessing someone who's editing the videos so you know i, I can't mm, imagine that being yeah. too cheap
1: no yeah that's <laughs> the thing you gotta kind of yeah if you can get it to a point where it's not it's like a small percentage of what you're bringing in yeah to hire someone to to come in like once or twice a week get some footage and then you can just maybe just even edit yourself just keep hold of the sd cards and everything but, right um yeah, I'd I'd like to get. That's, I think that's a really good way of doing it. That's a nice, like, manageable way to keep it, keep that kind of content consistent. Yeah, because it is it is hard to just to film yourself as like a vlog because you got to put the camera somewhere, set it down into it, make sure you're in the frame and it looks nice, and then. Of course, you know, yeah,
0: and it's the time yeah, to edit everything different. as well. How long do you think you spend yeah. making a video from like recording and editing?
1: On average, video takes like an hour to make not even that like it's just you know quick intro beat making side of it takes a little while but the edit yeah the edit's the longest part man it's like normally i spend like a day on it like i'll I'll start start it at like 9 a.m and then i'll have the video up and out by like six o'clock in in, six o'clock in the evening so it's like a full day of doing it on and off like because it gets a bit tedious after a while of like cutting the (laughs) the, cutting the screen recording and lining everything up but yeah yeah it takes it takes about a day, day of filming, day of editing, and then the video's ready.
0: But at least when you're doing that video, the beauty of doing like beat making videos is you can use the beat for other things. It's not like that one video mm. is just for the purpose of uploading it to a tutorial channel. You're going to take that beat and include that. It maybe some of your free beat packs. You're going to send them to artists, upload them to your beat channel. I'm yeah. guessing. So it's good that you yeah, can sure. do like one thing, but then use it for several things.
1: Yeah, def- that, that's, yeah, that's one really useful thing. I think, um, one thing that's hard for producers if they're doing YouTube is is making like a good beat on camera because you th- you're like looking at the camera to yeah. make sure it's still rolling. Yeah, yeah. Like I, had I'm sure you, sure you have the same thing. Yeah, like definitely. It, in in the beginning, it's hard to concentrate on just you know because when you're making a beat, you don't want to be looking at anything else. But of course, yeah, yeah. And then you yeah, make you make a good a while, beat one day, and stuff. you're like, man, I wish I had the camera rolling today. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. um But yeah, I think after like a year or two of doing like videos, then you, you get you don't really worry about the camera. You just, you know what's happening and you can focus, you can focus on making a good beat. So
0: yeah. Yeah. It's just getting yeah. used to it, I suppose. On your beat yeah, channel, how often sure. do you upload there? Is it, is it daily beats or you've got a different schedule? Try to do it daily,
1: but yeah. like the last Thanksgiving and everything, like I've slowed down, I'm kind of a noise, but yeah, try to do <laughs> daily, normally every other day. Yeah. It's kind of tough to do it daily. If you're
0: doing everything else on top of it though, it's not like you're you just making beats and then posting that video. It's everything else that's yeah. going on in between it. So it can yeah, exactly. be tough. I started trying to do yeah. it every day, but because I was trying to build up the tutorial channel as well, it, I felt like I was just rushing beats sometimes just to get it up. I was like, I just need to finish just it, to get even it though I wasn't happy with it. So I, I yeah. cut it back to every other day. And that's probably been doing yeah, better for good. me.
1: Just yeah, definitely. It just relaxes yeah. you a little you bit. Can focus more on the, you can focus more on everything, you know, making sure it, you release it properly, all the keywords are good. Yeah. And, mix is good so yeah i think every other day is fine every other day is fine
0: do you do yeah. i think when people like want. sorry sorry i was just gonna say do you do Do you know for the titles and everything because i hear i hear a lot of people say you know like tnt and aunt chamberlain um loads of other producers they've always said when it came to uploading on youtube they just stuck to one artist type beats and just That's all they did. They didn't like do like Drake one day and then Rick Ross the next day. It was just like, right, if you're sticking with Drake, then you just do Drake. Is that what you do or do you do different artists?
1: Uh, Yeah, I'm the same. Like I just hit Shorty Shorty because I can do all right with Shorty Shorty with the keyword. Um, Shorty Shorty, sometimes wheezy, but not often. And um, that artist called Shine Grady because he's working like crazy. So I'm hoping that he does well and he blows up pretty, you know, I'm hoping that he he, he seems to be on the right path. So yeah. Of course it's good I, to I get them, them early, isn't it? And then if the artist rise, mm. then your YouTube channel's going to rise with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, honestly, I'm not too, I don't really like spend a lot of time hoping, you know, looking into like making sure I'm ranking for eyes, but I've done the, re- I've done the research Probably, I did the research like a couple of months ago and now I'm just hitting them. Hitting yeah. The same same keywords every day. Yeah. So like, do you mind if I just run to the bathroom real quick? Of course. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. I know we've been a long, long time, haven't we? One sec.
0: Okay, we're good. Cool. Uh, I can't yeah. remember what you say now. I think it, yeah, um, I think you were just talking about like with the YouTube strategy for beats, just sticking with that one yeah. artist that might not be a, a huge artist right now, but has potential to blow in a way.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I think it's one thing is try not to be like, Try not to get too down about it if like you're hitting the keywords all the time and they're not doing well in the yeah. beginning. You just got to just gotta keep it in it and just being consistent with it. Um, but but be sensible, you know, like you don't want to be targeting Drake because that's not going to happen. Of course, yeah. yeah <laughs> Future's yeah. not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, smaller artists.
0: You have to take a bit of a risk, don't you? So you have to find out, you have to... I guess there's no way of knowing for certain but you have to kind of look at it and think right this artist is doing okay now but I think he's got potential to blow so I'm going to go with him yeah. and if he blows hopefully my channel blows with it and if he doesn't then I have to just move on to the next one it's a risk that you have yeah, to take I think sure. otherwise you're not going to cut through the noise if you're just going for Drake type beats or
1: like Pop Smoke type yeah. beats so there's, no, like there's, there's no safe there's no safe strategy where it's like yeah. if I do this I'm going to blow it's not, it's not it doesn't happen like that does it it's all like a lot of it's not guesswork, but a lot of it's, you know, just testing different stuff and then um, just, just spending time testing them and making sure you, you, you're you getting the right, you're using the stuff that's working for your channel, not not what everyone else is saying works for them.
0: Yeah, that's it. I think on, on mine for yeah. a while, I think that's the mistake I started, the mistake I made right at the beginning and I was just doing so many different type of beats, I do not really know what I was doing on YouTube. I was uploading boom back one day, like track the next day, drill the other day and it was just all over the place. And then,
1: yeah, that's right. I was
0: using the channel that I had from years ago where I used to like, cause I, I started as a rapper like years ago. So it had like old music videos from me back in the day and everything. And it was just a bit of a mess. So I've been trying to,
1: yeah. Clean it up.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. It's hard as well. Like, cause you want to kind of put out different styles and like to put different types of content and like show people what you're capable of. But yeah, if, yeah, if you take a look at like Cashman AP stuff, and um there's a guy, there's a producer I've been listening to. He's really good. He's called um, Pale Pale 1080. I think is his name. I know which one he, you mean. Yeah, I saw him on the Producer Ground podcast one time. Yeah, that's that's where I first saw him as well. Um, yeah. So I checked his stuff out. Uh, I think he, I think he's done well. with it. his beats are really like his beats are fire anyway. Yeah. That like he was on the podcast. He was like, yeah, I just uploaded beats for a year and now I'm making a living from it.
2: <laughs> Crazy. I was like, yeah.
1: That's just yeah, it's like you he did pretty well with it. But, um, yeah, his Beast of Fire and he'll, he'll Blows every day. And it's always either a Gunner type beat or like a Roddy Rich type beat. It's never anything else, really. Yeah. Um, I guess you can still produce other I, things, but maybe
0: just for YouTube purposes, mm. just kind of stick to that one lane. Doesn't mean that you can't produce anything yeah. else. But maybe exactly. if, if you and want a separate like channel Roddy for Beastars, and- maybe do that. But if it's just going to be yeah. to grow on one channel, kind of stick to one lane. But sorry, what were you going to yeah, say definitely. about Roddy
1: Rich? Oh yeah, I was just going to say like, and the thing is, when if you're using the same keyword, like the same rappers, the same like those rappers don't use one style of beat either. So right. it's fine, you know, it's fine. You can you can just use the same name and put up different styles. Obviously, like not like a reggae type beat for <laughs> yeah, a Roddy yeah. Rich, <laughs> but um, you know, just yeah, just be sensible with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's going to fall in a similar category either way Anyway, so I think it's fine. Yeah, that's right yeah but yeah man I think I think we've been through pretty much everything it's been going on for a, a couple hours I think now what time are we on, We're on like, oh, yeah it's gone quick oh, yeah. hasn't it it's been good good talk <laughs> so bro I won't I won't keep you much longer I know you've probably got a video or something to make today um so yeah I really appreciate you coming on the show really appreciate all the gems that you've dropped for everyone um I, I get yeah, so many questions then. from producers asking me how to sell beats and I you know I think you've answered pretty much everything for people but like we said earlier with courses i know you've got a course on how to sell beats so you're still promoting that course
1: uh yeah well i'm not, not running any ads on it but it's there still you know if anyone wants to to jump on it um yeah i've, I've got two courses one one is the internet producer master class that's like more for to get people set up and then there's some sales strategies and you know like the the technical side of stuff and then the internet producer gems that's more that's like solid you know the majority is like sales strategies
0: yeah. So perfect. So yeah. yeah, people, if you if you took some gems from this episode that, and you want to invest in yourself, then definitely check out the courses. I think it's definitely a wise decision, a good way to spend money. Um, you can pick up things like we said, you know, from listening to podcasts and YouTube videos. But if you want everything structured and just go from start to finish, then yeah, definitely check out the courses. So where where can people find everything and find you? Uh, just on my Beatstars,
1: yeah, llb.beatstars.com. Um, or like my my official website, which is prodllb.com. Yeah, but either either of those that you can find it on.
0: Cool. Yeah. Perfect, man. All right. Well, once again, thanks for coming on, and yeah, we'll we'll keep in awesome. touch.